When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Beautifully spaced around the Adelaide Oval. Oh, the demand will be strong for preliminary final tickets. Kane will be able to use his allotment, make a good profit on them potentially. The kick goes up to the wing. All that's left is for the siren to sound around the Adelaide Oval. As the Port fans rise as one and contemplate what is ahead. A preliminary final awaits after they conquered the Cats in emphatic style on a Friday night to remember. by 10 points at quarter time, by 29 at the half, 35 at three-quarter time, and 43 at the close. Port Adelaide, 12-14-86. Defeat Geelong, 5-13-43. Fantasia booted four. There was two for Power Pepper and Motlop, and singles to Marshall, Gray, Butters, and Laddams. While for Geelong, two for Hawkins, and singles to Cameron, Selwood, and Simpson. Port Adelaide by 43 points. They'll take the short way home. jubilant scenes in the stands it's interesting Kane the corresponding scenes a year ago that they've taken it much more in their stride this is the journey of a team bitter disappointment in a preliminary final you set yourself you're a bit better the next time around they come they expect to win tonight they do it ruthlessly and they go back to the moment that's really eluded them a year ago it's a really good observation Jared and then you add some pieces that perhaps you missed you add a, a big key defender to the back half they didn't have last year he was a difference early you get four goals out of another small forward that you've got you've got another 
pre-season into Dersma, who's not as shaky in the big moments, and Butters and Rosie. So Ken Hinckley went to the prelim final in 2014. He lost by three. Jared, he went to the prelim final in 2020. He lost by six. He goes to the prelim final again, destined to at least go one better, which would have been the pass mark for him at the start of the year. They're so well set up. It's unfolded for them. They've got key miles into the legs of the players that had interrupted seasons. They're progressing at the right time as the Port Adelaide and Geelong players line up for Tom Hawkins in game number 300. They're in a terrific spot, and that has been amplified by the week off that wasn't there last week. Yeah, and they get reward for, for effort tonight. I'm a big believer. I don't like the pre-buy the pre buy. Mm. Uh, coming into finals, you, you do the hard work throughout the season, then you come up against another top four side and you win as we see the, the scenes of Tom Hawkins getting carried off and they've fully earned their right next week to have a break. It will help Orazio Fantasia, it might help Robbie Gray, so you earn the right to have a break and they've certainly done that and just seeing Tom Hawkins carried off, what an unbelievable player he's been for such a long period for the Geelong Footy Club. It didn't work for him tonight or the team, but... Uh, three surviving cats of the 2011 Premiership with yeah. Duncan and Selwood as the, the lifters. Yep, so we haven't seen that the milestones go too well this year. Uh, Tom Hawkins is added to the list, but he's been a terrific player. And you can just see the scenes. I mean, the crowd, the, the players out on the field, the joy that they're getting, knowing that they've got a home prelim. That's exactly what you want. You set out all year to... To make the top four, to give yourself a chance and to win the first final, to get the next final at home in front of a big crowd. Even the PA announcer who was out there in the interview got a big hug from Scotty Lysette. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the two weeks at home as well. So if Melbourne is to win tomorrow night, that they'll get the break, but they'll be overdoing yep. quarantine in Perth during that two weeks. So... This is the advantage that is on offer for Port, and they have claimed it tonight. You yeah. look at Aaliyah, he's just overjoyed. It's fantastic scene. But, but I, I think if you, look at, if you look at this side and you look at the way finals is played, they just played it perfectly. Their, their pressure that they're able to give all over the ground, whether it be in their forward half, their defensive half, to allow the other parts to work. So to allow Aaliyah, Aaliyah to, to intercept Mark and to be that key player behind the ball, to allow Charlie Dixon to compete, forward of the ball and bringing those smaller type of forwards in Fantasia and Gray and, and Power Pepper late. It was just a, a really good performance from the coaching staff and the players. It was contributors all over the field. The other side of the coin, so for Geelong, this is now they've played seven qualifying finals in nine years and they've lost six of them. So they've lost six of seven qualifying finals. This is, this is the game where they have not been able to stack up and Kane is... They looked old tonight, and the mistakes is you could put together the clips of 20 mistakes, and you'd go, well, this is this is where they've come to. Yeah, I, I, I admire them so much because every year you think they're going to drop off, and, and every year they're, they're around the mark. But the language coming out of Geelong this year has, has been concerning, and, and from the start of the year it was, we don't want the games extended. We want the games that – we don't want the interchange um, slashed. We don't want to not have the pre-finals by. It, it has all been so suited to an older side. So that these changes, the length of the game going up, the season being extended, they were upset about that. The, the pre-finals by being scrapped. 
them having to travel away just, just didn't suit them. And there's been a lot of complaining and, and questioning from them. And, and they make some good points in the end. But, yeah, you, you could tell that there's some, some real concerns about the age of this group. It was, it was the last throw at the stumps, wasn't it, the Jeremy Cameron one. And if it doesn't come off, they're left with a bit of a mess. But now we speak about Port Adelaide and you said you're home now, you sleep in your own bed, you prepare for a home prelim final. What about Geelong? You jump on a plane to Perth, I think that's tomorrow or the next day, and front up again. So it doesn't get any easier for them with a banged up group. I saw Tom Stewart hobble across the Adelaide Oval. He's still on a walking frame. So they're not getting him back anytime soon. And that was it's the most obvious. It's just a ruse. <laughs> He'd been their best player this year, and without him tonight, is with Henderson having to do uh, some of that, and, and he had a terrible night. We're with Port Adelaide as they head into their rooms. Great scenes. Great too. scenes. Yeah. Into a home preliminary final, so let's soak it all up with Port. by 43 points and they are stirring scenes down inside their rooms is this is this the year there is a sense of timing around them that's so that's seven in a row now they closed with uh, with mm. six wins to finish the home and away season progressively reassembling and then getting better with each performance and that's as good as they've been this year Aracha Fantasia has indicated that he will be right in, with that week off. Shall we hear from him? Uh, That's, my was... guess. That's my guess, Jared, anyway. <laughs> this is Aratio Fantasia on Channel 7. Obviously subbed out with that knee. Uh, tell us a little bit about how it feels right now. What yeah. are you thinking? Well, it feels nice now. I've had a bit of ice on it, but um, a little bit sore. So I just knew, um, you know, I had to manage it throughout the season, the back end, and um, just, you know, I didn't... I felt a bit of a click, I guess, but I felt that before, so... I just knew I was going to be probably a bit of a live Italy, trying to help and, and defend. So when you've got a fresh guy there, that, that helps. So feeling good, of course. I know Freeland's a couple of weeks away and it's fresh, but feel confident. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll be fine with the, with the break. And, and it was good that, um, you know, I could have that break last week and, yep. and felt really good this week. So that's Orazio Fantasia. He felt not the not click in the knee. No, convincing, was it? No, he'll know when he get, he'll be getting a scan. Mm. Um, Maybe you won't get Jared here. <laughs> Our resident physio. But you, I mean, you do take comfort in having been through that injury and having the same type of thing happen to you and understanding the process to, to get it right. But it, it's that, that's why the, the first win of the top four sides is so important, to get this week off, effectively two weeks, to be able to recover. And, uh, yeah, he was, he was huge tonight. Those, so, small, those small forwards for Port Adelaide all, all contributed. Josh Kay on Twitter, uh, Channel 7 stats man, just... Uh, Putting the numbers, it's 2017, Geelong, lowest score of the season, first week of the finals. 2018, lowest score of the season, first week of the finals. 2019, lowest score of the season, first week of the finals. 2020, third lowest score of the season, first week of the finals. And tonight, lowest score of the season again. Yep, they were, I mean, right right from the start. And they had, they had opportunities. I, I think, you know, they were one inside 50. It was 
different, first, at, different first at half time. Minutes. But for me, it was it was the the way they didn't convert. They, they weren't difficult shots, but the way they went inside Ford 50 le- left me scratching my head time and time again. They would go to the area where Alir Alir was, and they just didn't have an answer. It just looked like it was it was basic in, inside 50s. There was no thought process to it, and then the pressure just built. Port Adelaide fed off the back of that. They were able to apply pressure. They were able to transition the ball when they needed to, and their cleanliness around the, the contest was um, was a big way in, in helping them transition. So we agree mo- with, yeah, agree, agree with all, you got to go somewhere. No, no, go. No. Yeah, no, I agree with all that. They, they just look jumpy, and, and they looked a little bit jumpy in the qualifying final last year. Not, not as bad as tonight, but in the third quarter, what Port Adelaide have worked really hard on, and, and Brett Montgomery looks after their team defence, is, is the 18-man team defence. And, and all teams do it. We've seen what Melbourne have been able to achieve with that. But they're probably three years into that system where no one really plays on anyone. They take the most dangerous. They try and uh, defend one-and-a-half players as their defenders each. But they just had them pinned in. They forced them wide. They were slow. Geelong couldn't exit, and then once one turnover happened, Port Adelaide just swooped on it and made them really pay, and then they were sort of questioning all manner in which they were going to move the footy. So I just thought it was, I was critical of Ken's coaching round 13, as we spoke to Nigel Lappin about pre-game. He completely out-coached Chris Scott from the Alia move to the way they were able to pin them in from their ball movement when they got it. They just completely shut them down. It was a one of Ken Hinckley's finest coaching performances. Kane, can you just explain the Alia move again, how how they operated on and presented the problem to the Geelong forwards? So I, I, Geelong wouldn't have been expecting Burton to play tall. So so Burton's gone and played on Rowan. They, they, would, they would have thought, well, we've got Alia covered because he's going to have to play on a really good forward. It's either going to be Rowan, Hawkins or Cameron. Port Adelaide have gone, no, 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 we, we don't want him to play on anyone. We, we want him to be free. So Burton's gone Rowan, Jonas has gone Cameron, and Mackenzie's gone Hawkins. So then Aliyah's left with the least dangerous forward in that forward setup. So that forward would usually, it's a small, get up the ground and clear space out for for Cameron and, and the like. And Aliyah would say, well, you can go. You, you can go, Simpson. I, I don't mind if you get the footy up there. I'm just going to stay back and protect. He did that. He disrupts. And then they're thinking, well, we're going to have to go man a leer up, but then you got four forwards instead of three in a crowded forward line, and they just weren't able to combat that all night. It's Port by 43 points over Geelong. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.